set four years after the ending. But we won't talk about the movie because we have a day to talk about that. Anyway, let's go into the Star Wars. Hey, yeah. welcome back to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am one of your hosts, Eric, and joining me on this special bonus, bonus episode of Geeks with Kids is Hawk. How's it going, Hawk? Not too bad. How's it going, gang? Oh, good. You know, we just uh, we just saw the first episode of Star Wars: The Clone War, the first one in six years. The last one, uh, the last one's airing in 2014. So, you know, today is a good day for Star Wars fans. Yes, it was a very good day, and that, and it's amazing how comfortably it it slips right back in. Yeah, exactly. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the episode that came out and this is part of our bonus content. So we'll probably be doing this every week. I think we're already doing it with Picard. Why not do it with Clone Wars? Why not do it with Westworld? We're just going to keep on posting all this content about we'll, stuff we we'll really, really enjoy. They, we'll do it until they tell us to stop. Yeah, exactly. And no one's going to tell us to stop because no. it's the internet. We do whatever we want. Anyways, so six years since the last episode and it's crazy how comfortable you get right back into the whole thing. It felt like Clone Wars. They didn't pull any shots. They they didn't like do a giant recap of the no. <laughs> of the series. They just went straight in. Um, it was amazing. Like I, I overall, what did you think of the episode before we go into Over, it? overall? Just generally, it was another. It was solid, tight. Right, reminded me a little bit more of the direction of Rebels in that. Uh, it was very focused. Great. Um, I don't know how many other good things I can say about it. But did you more. did you watch the last season of Clone Wars, the the one from twenty fourteen? I did. Uh, I believe those were the leftover episodes. It, it was. A, <laughs> it was. It's. It's been a little bit since I seen it in that. But uh, you know, I, the last I remember was Ahsoka Tano. Leaving yeah. That I order. Was that the last one? I can't remember at the moment. <sighs> I haven't seen uh, season six in a long time. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this one. Um, this is one of the only they, they they didn't do many of these episodes in the the series, but this one's entirely from the pretty much entirely from uh, a clone trooper point of view. Um, there were a couple of Jedi's at the beginning. You see Mace Windu, you see Anakin Skywalker, but other than them talking about what they're gonna do, it's pretty much all about Rex, Cody, and the Bad Batch. So let's yeah. jump into the episode. So the first episode of season seven is called the Bad Batch because basically what happens is they're fighting. Obviously, the the battle is on top of uh, what was that planet's name? An Axis. An Axis. An Axis. An Axis. So it's, a, it's an imperial. It's a it's a uh, galactic shipyard mm-hmm. uh, under attack from separatists. Yeah. Separatists so it's, 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 it feels like a losing yeah. battle to them. Um, yeah. And Commander Rex is talking about how. They're using analytics to figure out the best strategic means to go through the battle. And the enemy is sort of figuring out the way they're doing their, their strategies. So, so they decide to take just Rex and Cody and a small group of specialized clone troopers behind enemy lines to disrupt their operations. Well, they're going to retrieve the algorithm and that and figure out yeah. how they are defeating the the clones at every opportunity in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it leads to a very dark revelation as we find out later on. It's true. The, the, the best thing about Clone Wars, the TV show, like I love this, like I, I like the prequels. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with the prequels as we everyone does. Do. Um, but the great thing about the the, the cartoon is that we get to see a lot more depth in the characters. We see a lot more depth in 
uh, Anakin, you know, Mace Windu, all of the Jedis. Um, even here, you see Anakin, he's concerned for his friends who are these clone troopers. And you see it in that one scene he has with uh, Cody and Rex. And another great thing about the TV shows is that it humanizes all the clones, right? They, yeah. They're all sort of interchangeable in the movie. No one really cares about them. We see that one has a name in the movies, right? It's Cody. <laughs> but other than that, they're all like name, not nameless, or yeah, nameless uh, soldiers. They're, they're no. interchangeable in the, in the, t- in the movies. Right in the movies, most the movies. definitely that. But this is what though it's so great about the Clone Wars is that yeah. they all have a name. Uh, they they're all, all in, they're all they all have personalities. They're all individuals. Yeah. They like to customize all their armor, and even especially with the Bad Batch, now that they have genetic mutations that make them a little <laughs> bit different, they definitely are totally totally uh, unique. And it's great seeing their different personalities in this sure. episode. You see it yeah. throughout the throughout the ser- the series, but this one, especially with the Bad Batch, um, they each have super awesome, um, you know, personalities. They sort of felt like different um, characters from Team Fortress. Like one was the heavy, one was sort of the doctor, one was the spy. You know, they did um, fall into weird, you know, the archetypes and that. Yeah. What a specialized unit and team would be, you know. There was a tech guy, and he was a little nerdy. Yeah, uh, there was a hunter, sharpshooter, or crosshair. Yeah. So, crosshair, so the four yeah. people. <laughs> Who are the four pe- four people in uh, uh, Clone so Squad ninety nine? Yeah, Clone Squad ninety nine. Uh, the leader is Hunter in that, and he's there, kind of Kurt Russell, uh, going by the hairdo that he was sporting I, there. You you went with Kurt Russell. I thought he was Solid Snake. He looked like uh, Solid Snake from uh, Metal Gear. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's right. Either way, <laughs> <It's the same. laughs> so we had him as the leader in that. We had to crosshair in that, and this he's this is where what's so interesting about the Bad Batch is that, you know they not only are their mutations give them kind of specialized abilities, but their appearances are way different from any, any other clones in that uh, mm-hmm. crosshair. Uh, the sniper is uh, older, a thinner face. Uh, Tattoo over his eye. Uh, that's a brand. I, uh, yeah. I was looking a little closely at that. He branded that. <laughs> Next, we have Wrecker in that. And he looks like uh, your typical clone on steroids in that. And <laughs> uh, with what we find out is mega strength and doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then rounding out the batch is uh, Tech in that. And he's very much the most different looking one of all, them all. He, he's super thin and nerdy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he even gave him like those round glasses for his scope. I'm like, come on. <laughs> he's made of that nerdy. He was Donatello pretty much in clone form. Yeah, pretty much. Good Lord. Um uh, so so they go on this mission to go behind enemy lines. And there's sort of this play between Rex who's sort of been always, he, he follows the rules, right? He, he's a military clone. So sure. he, he's a reg or, or is that what they call them? Regs? Yeah. Regs. Yeah. Uh, and, and then <laughs> he's a regular clone. So he, he knows his military style and it's pretty much what all the other ones do. And there's this play between um, um, squad 99. Who's who we've, when we first get introduced to them, they're running in hot into a landing pad but you know, you you can see that they're totally in control, right? And that's just how they are. They're sort of dangerous, but you know, they know what they're doing. So right. they're, they're they're sort of this butting of heads and styles in the in the episode. And it's really cool to see 
these clones sure, and, and essential to the plot, you know, and they, given that they're, they're, you know, all their tactics are being uh, subverted by the droid army and that, and they need some guys who are just unauthorized and irregular. Yeah. And that's what we need in Star Wars, more subversion, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically what they do is they, they end up, Cody ends up getting hurt, which, you know, Whatever, Cody sucks, um, yeah. and <laughs> I have I have issues. He he shot at Obi Wan in in the third in uh was it uh, Revenge of the Sith? So you know I'm I'm having I have issues with him. I know. And um, basically, basically they they end up taking over this this um, military complex, and they find out that there's a there's a code right that they're trying to figure out this algorithm. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a Rex at the beginning of the episode, and that has a revelation in that that the the tactics that they have have been kind of subverted or you know or, you know turned around by the droid army are ones he developed with Echo years ago. They're and Echo was part of his original crew. Yeah, uh, so there were there were there were four of them. It was Rex. It was Fives. It was um, Echo. Echo and Heavy. Heavy was the yeah. first to die. Then Fives. And then um, Echo, but they never found Echo's body, so they just assume he died. Yeah. But um, all the plans that were getting subverted uh, and figured out were ones that Echo and Rex had made together. So he's like, "I think he's alive," and we find out that later in the episode, there's this signal that they're trying to interpret, and it's and it looks like human speech, and they they ask they sort of ask it for its designation, and they. And it gives Echo's designation, which sort of, you know, it wrecks wreck. Rex wreck? I really wish I could say that. <laughs> it wrecks, it wrecks wreck. It uh, does, yeah. though. It, it, yeah, because his suspicions were confirmed that Echo was alive. And not only that, working with the Separatist army. Working, being tortured Maybe. into it, who knows? Um, there's a lot to unpack in just these 22 minutes. Um, and it's such a... How do you feel about that after um, watching the episode? What do you think of this whole idea that he's going to have to? They're, they're, obviously, this is what they're going to do. They're going to have to go and find Echo and either rescue him or take him out, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a. This will be a rescue mission. This will be a, an assassination mission. We don't know, but mm-hmm. it was a tight twenty-two minutes, and it told a really. And it has me excited for next week. Oh man, and and just seeing Rex going through all of this, like. That yeah. that scene, especially that scene at the beginning where he's he's contemplating how much war has affected him, right? Um, and his squad and all his fallen brothers, and thinking thinking to the future, he's gonna have to eventually fight his brothers, right? Because he took out his chip, and <laughs> you know um, that's just something that's gonna be. And after humanizing the clones so much in this series, it's gonna be way more devastating. I think as a fan of this show. Sure, absolutely. And knowing, like you know, the future that they had in, in Rebels and that later on, and that there's a lot of story to tell between the yeah. with these guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So overall, good episode. Looking forward to the future. Yep, absolutely. Looking forward and, to next week. They didn't have a trailer for next week, did they? Right after, I didn't see one. Not, not that I've seen yet. Uh, yeah, this, just dropped, this just dropped today. So yeah, yeah, I know. So any yeah. final thoughts on the episode or the the series? Going forward, um, just really confident in that. It, like I said, it, it, it it's almost like no time has passed. This is a story that you can kind of keep coming back to over and over again, as long as you got the team and that behind you. You know, you know, who Dave Filoni? Yeah, yeah. They got 
they just picked up the ball and just ran with it. And it was wonderful. Um, I, I have to give props to Kevin Kiner, who did the music for the show. Um, he definitely has his own style, but he definitely keeps it in the, in the, in the John Williams style. And it still feels like it feels more warlike, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense, but um, he did a wonderful job in this, in this episode, especially when they're breaching the, the military complex. It just, it felt so right. It felt so Star Wars at the same time. I know. Great composer in that. I actually, the music really stood out for me in this episode too. And not just, you know, the big sweeping, like, you know, music and during the battle scenes and that, but just, just his little audio cues and that mm-hmm. uh, throughout. Yeah. So let's throw this out to the listeners. What did you guys think of this episode? And what do you think of the season going forward? Are you looking forward to all these plot lines that we have sort of guessed about? Um, so Hawk, thank you for coming on. I know we're big fans of the show and I look forward to talking to you about this show every week, every week yeah. this week. <laughs> we're talking about this, we're talking about Picard. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much just taking our conversation that we normally do in Destiny and just recording it and putting it online. <laughs> that's, the, the, that's just the way it is, man. <laughs> I'm down for it. <laughs> all right. Thank you again. And thank you all for listening. I'm Eric for Geeks with Kids. Have a good one. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at GeeksWithKidsTN. Check out our pics on Instagram at GeeksWithKids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.